Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? I do. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things wrestling, and I'm joined by my co-host. You know, I would consider it more Friday Night Smackdown, since it's more of a head-to-head on Friday night. But if you ask the ratings people, I don't know. But (laughs) before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. So we are recording this the day after WWE Crown Jewel in, what do they call it, in the... Mansoor's hometown. It's like in the progressive nation or something. Yeah, it's in Riyadh, right? They're in Riyadh. They're in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And we're here today to give you the results of WWE Crown Jewel in case you missed it. Also, just kind of give our thoughts on the matches that happened. Again, I I believe you coined the term or at some point we've said it glorified house show and it this card lived up to the hype in that respect grant you at least to my knowledge there was no special appearance by the undertaker rumored to be with pitbull at the time shout out to your conspiracy theory that the undertaker and pitbull were gonna be in the ring (laughs) i i would have given my soul to see pitbull and The Undertaker versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Tell me that wouldn't be a bad match. There we go. See, we're on the same page. And we might as well, oh, to keep the momentum going at least, we might as well kick it off with the first match on the card here. This happened on the pre-show, and it was The Usos versus The Hurt Business with The Usos defeating The Hurt Business to retain the SmackDown Live. Tag Team Championships. Well, also, too, if you want to get technical, the draft didn't really happen until tonight, the day of our recording. So any roster changes, you just kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I I don't mind the Usos. I think they're great. They constantly churn out great tag team match after great tag team match. Their work with the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, electric storyline there, one of the best things in wrestling right now. But whenever you think about the the Usos going against anybody that is a credible threat, yeah, and it so I had to do it. Sorry, it's a requirement by law. But whenever you think about the Usos going against somebody in this case, you don't see them losing the title until potentially WrestleMania, where, spoiler, I think Roman Reigns' hold over SmackDown starts to crumble. Or if they're saving it for Dwayne, there's a little spoiler too. 
It was backlash, but the idea going, and it's no secret, I guess. It's kind of like the CM Punk thing. Best, worst kept secret. Shout out to Buddy Murphy. The idea moving forward is we are building to Reigns versus Rikishi. Imagine. But no, The Rock in WrestleMania in Hollywood. Not this year, next year. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like what is Reigns going to lose the title between this WrestleMania and the next one or at the next one? <laughs> Cause you know, you just, you have that negativity. You want a fresh face and I can kind of, not get behind the fact of injuring him, but I think there's somewhere along the line, I believe there will be someone other than Dwayne, other than Brock. Because if Brock was going to win it, he would have won it last night. He Really? Ugh. And you think Reigns will lose it at Survivor Series? Really? Yeah, they kind of have to, though. Especially if they're going to bill NXT as a top brand, blah, blah, blah. That whole deal. But we stray too far from the point. We're not talking about Reigns just yet. But we might as well move on to one of his former members of The Shield, where we got Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. Of course, Edge defeated Seth Rollins. A great match. Yeah. For me, there was a distinct part of that match. Uh, it was when Seth Rollins went up for a frog splash, where, like what you just said, I'm getting the vibes from Seth Rollins that Edge gives off. Like, he is, and I know coining this term is, like, redundant, but he is the next Edge, or, like, he is, like, that character, that ultimate opportunist, that sleazy, like, but you gotta love what he does in the ring type of character. And I kind of agree with you. I believe Seth Rollins should have gotten the win. Grant you, I know you're signing and sealing this rivalry away. At least you hope for the meantime. There's no reoccurrence at the next pay-per-view, which... Please, we are not going there. We're not even going near that territory. I don't, I don't even want to hear it. We'll bury it. But yeah, Seth Rollins losing here. I get the reasoning to kind of pack away this storyline and move on. There's rumors that Seth Rollins might move on to face Big E for a championship opportunity moving forward. I think so. 
And the worst part is we did draft coverage. Though that is that is the worst part. I'll I'll pull up my fancy chart I made for that episode a while ago. But anywho, talking about like Seth Rollins and just his overall work ethic, I think it's worth yeah, Seth Rollins is on Raw. So I mean, there could be a little thing and also a win over edge moving into a potential feud with biggie for a championship adds a little you know a little fun to it a little like this is a valid competitor going against him not that he's coming off a loss but uh moving on to the next match of the card you got the man that is considered the brock lesnar of crown jewel mansoor versus mustafa ali where mansoor obviously picked up the win You cannot tell me. All right, fine. I I like to call him Brock Lesnar of Crown Jewel or any of those shows because it's almost like people are getting fed. Like that time he, he went against Cesaro and won. He was part of like a Royal Rumble and won or what a battle royal or something. But whenever Mansoor, whenever you're the superstar going against him at one of those shows, just prepare for the loss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm reading and grant you, uh, you know, like we know who won, who lost, but from CBS sports, they call Mansoor Superman on the WWE Saudi shows. So there's another comparison, but also in this match we did get, and I probably am going to butcher his name, but Tariq Hamdi, he's an Olympic silver medalist in karate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a name card at that point would have been a little more appreciated because it's like casual wrestling fans. Like I personally don't know who he is. No disrespect to him. He's an Olympic silver medalist. So like. Yeah. Is he going to be the next Cain Velasquez? And like, yeah, uh, Gable Stevenson or whatever. Hey, if it's a good wrestling match, I'm here for it. But I I agree with you moving forward. I think we're going to get more of Mansoor and Ali. It's good. I love Ali. He was just kind of like lost in the shuffle. There was also a report coming out that he went directly to Vince at one point and said, what am I doing wrong? How can I get more screen time, which led into retribution, him turning heel, all that stuff, which, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No more slapjack. Rest in peace, slapjack. Uh, But, you know, (laughs) he's going to come back. 
Uh, the next match on the card, we got the Raw Tag Team Championships on the line with RK Bro, your current Raw Tag Team Champions, going against AJ Styles and Omos. I must add the entrance that Matt Riddle had with the camel. Exquisite. He came out on the scooter and then ran back. Hmm. <laughs> so I want to tell also RK bro retain. That's the result of the match. But um, the idea of RK bro eventually splitting up. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to pitch something to you. I don't know where this happened, but the idea of, because normally when you think of Randy Orton in a tag team, who do you think is turning heel? The other guy, 100%. Randy Orton. So there's all that. Imagine if we got Riddle turning heel on Orton only for the fact Riddle has enough ammunition to justify a heel turn here because Randy Orton shrugged him off, like RKO'd him, like completely just disregarded him. And we finally get the Matt Riddle that is serious, that is a competitor, that much like what Seth and Edge Rollins, or Edge Rollins, wow, much like Seth and uh, there you go. I'm helping you out. But what much like what Seth and Edge are doing, do this with Randy and Riddle here because I think Riddle is a good competitor in the ring. I think he can hold a valuable championship, a world championship. Yeah. Yeah, not anytime soon. I can definitely see, like, I think it's a given that Randy is winning that world championship at least twice before he leaves. I don't know how we get towards the top with Triple H and all that. So it is yet to be seen, but Randy, I think, has two more big championship runs in him. But, yeah, it it can very well be. But uh, moving on to the first of our two coronations here at WWE Crown Jewel, we got the Queen's Crown Finals with Dewdrop going against Zelina Vega, with Zelina Vega defeating cleanly, I might add, Dewdrop to become your new Queen of the Ring. Oh, please. Like, the fact she came back to WWE 
after everything that happened with Twitch, blah, blah, blah. And she also, I heard rumors that she did it to stay with Aleister Black, her husband, and then he gets released. But also for the fact she came back to WWE and just lost, lost, lost. Like, I wouldn't go back if I was being fed to the wolves. Yeah. Yeah. The Queen's crown, I call it Queen of the Ring. Yeah. I would kind of see in this case, instead of like Dewdrop, and this isn't no knock on Dewdrop, I liked her as Piper Niven in NXT UK. A Liv Morgan in this spot, you know, like with all the momentum, the crowd reaction she gets, she's very over in the SmackDown side of things, at least at the time. But, you know, I'll take it. Zelina Vega as the Queen of the Ring Please just do something with her in a positive way. Make something out of this because I know you're going to do it with Xavier Woods and whatever you have against Zelina Vega, please just use her. She's a great character. She's a great heel. But that's neither here nor there. Also, the cosplays she could pull off with the crown. Game over. Both two cosplayers as queen and king of the ring. They better come out with some fire fits. That's all I'm saying. But uh, moving on to the next match on the card, we got Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley in a Falls Count Anywhere match where Goldberg defeated... Nah, we did have this conversation because when we were recording the other pods, we were like, why add that stipulation when the one set of rules already applies to the other? But it's just extra words, extra flash, extra pizzazz. But yeah, so Bobby Lashley did, uh, unfortunately, lose to Goldberg cleanly via pinfall. So what are we what are we doing here with Goldberg? What's the what's the situation? Yeah. Goldberg's son. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even believe it. I was like, who who did they cast as Goldberg's kid? Because, like, the last time we seen him, he was tiny. Like, not tiny. Like, he was a, he was a kid. Yeah, there's no more dab. He's, like, in high school or something, which is, like, insane. But uh, I can kind of see... The glow up. But I can kind of see what you're doing here with uh, Survivor Series Team Lashley versus Team Goldberg. The Hurt Business obviously involved. Plus, like, if I'm not mistaken, Lashley, Shelton, Cedric, MVP will probably be a part of if he's cleared. And I don't know who else you want to add, but hey, figure it Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, stop. 
He's Bearcatly. Stop. Gosh, I don't need to hear this. That just makes me upset. But yeah, I don't know. I still think a win for Lashley here would have been better, especially since Goldberg is only booked for a certain amount of matches. He's like, he finished. This was his last match for the year, at least supposedly. I don't I don't really know. But um, yeah, like, come on. He doesn't need a win here. He doesn't. Like, it's not going to do anything. But uh, yeah, that that's about it. But moving on to the next coronation here for the King of the Ring finals, we had Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods with Xavier Woods finally climbing the mountain, defeating Finn Balor. Yeah, the boyhood dream right there with Xavier Woods defeating Finn Balor to become your new King of the Ring. All hail King Woods. Yes. government name that's it The OC. <laughs> so, and this is what I said to you in like encountering that. Yes, having Finn Balor be the king of the ring and potentially having him be a heel because you you brought up the point all the king of the rings almost have been heels until now so the idea of him being heel finn balor not as the prince and this could this could have been a storyline where he was the prince in nxt now he is the king he's king balor the demon king like stuff like that would have been cool to see but to bring up um, Xavier Woods, a guy who has campaigned for him to be in this thing, and it's well-documented. It goes way back since, like, whenever Corbin won it, blah, blah, blah. He wanted to do this. And, you know, it it's the, the sentimental part of it, I guess. I know you're shaking your head. I know you're just like, please get that Mickey Mouse stuff out of here. But, like, I want to see what he can do because he's a good character. Yeah. Or or we continue the tradition of heel kings. What if Woods turns on Kofi? 
He's like, I just, I got my, I got my bag or whatever, so to speak, like the kids would say, but like, I got my moment. I don't need you anymore. I don't know. I, I know they're not going to turn him heel because he's, he's too good. He's a money man, obviously too, like anything with new day, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. The idea of him being king is going to be fun to watch, entertaining to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stone Cold, too. But, you know, we don't. That's. Yeah, that's very true. But I guess moving on to the next match on the card, we have the WWE Championship on the line with Big E going against Drew McIntyre. And as expected, Big E defeated Drew McIntyre via pinfall to retain the WWE Championship. Well, it was the technicality of Drew can't challenge for that championship as long as Lashley was champion and you best believe like someone going back to their thirsty ex drew was there the night of (laughs) literally and said you know what he ain't here no more i'm going to challenge for this championship i want and this is no knock on drew i want drew away from the main championship scene he needs time away he definitely does Yep. Right on you hit the nail right on the head. He's he's around it too much. He literally just got out of a program with Bobby Lashley for that championship. He's had it for the past year. It's not to say like he's been shortchanged. Yeah, it, it's not to say he's shortchanged. Like he's good as champion, but if you want something new, the draft just happened. We're starting brand new fresh roster. I think you want a new storyline moving forward for the championship. You can kind of say like you can give Drew the, if they're doing Survivor Series and they're not doing Hurt Business versus Goldberg, if you want to do Team Drew versus Team whoever, might as well. But. Yeah. The League of Nations. It's very true, but I guess moving on to the next match on the card, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line with the man Becky Lynch facing off against Bianca Belair and the boss, Sasha Banks. Becky retained, lol. You raising the roof? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I like the I what culture did this piece of like a long time ago about like stars who are gonna be strapped to a rocket and sent to the moon as far as like people you should watch out for who are gonna be stars. Bianca Belair was on that list. And at the time I didn't really know much about her, thought she was okay, but she is constantly proving how great she is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she was one of those call-ups, much like you said, that never won the NXT Women's Championship. Oh, no, she did. She didn't. Alexa didn't. That's right. I keep, you know, the NXT title timeline is all messed up. But talking about Becky Lynch moving forward, might I add the SmackDown Women's Champion going to Raw. This isn't even including Charlotte, who didn't appear at the show. We don't need her, but does SmackDown need their women's championship? First competitor is... Oh, no, we're not doing that. Remember, you said your your words. Your words were, we can't switch these titles. They need to vacate them. Fair play. Fair enough. Yeah, all right, I'll I'll give you that. But uh moving forward with Becky Lynch though. Who she who she going against? Gosh. I want, call me crazy. I am crazy. I want Tony Storm in the main event picture. She was the at the one time. She was the longest reigning NXT Women's UK champion. She can do things. And Kaylee Ray. Well, well, now I want her to do things and do things in the proper way. I just, for me, no knock on Sasha Banks or anybody like that. I'm, much like what you said about the, there's only four horsewomen that we can push here in NXT or WWE. Why not push these other talents? Isn't the point for NXT, and we always say, just mind wipe, whatever you did at NXT, not a thing. But, like, you have these proving grounds for these talents to create the next generation of stars. Why aren't you pushing those stars? No. And I, I want to make it clear. I don't hate Braun Breaker. You do. I just... 
You hate a lot of things. I just don't understand how somebody who isn't even like a James Storm who came to NXT at one point, much like, I don't know, Adam Cole. Can't say that word now. Yeah, baby. Can't say that word now. But like, he came out of nowhere and he's getting an NXT championship opportunity. I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand, but we're straying from the point of all this stuff going on. I guess we'll move on to our main event here. The universal championship was on the line when Roman reigns, the big dog, the head of the table, the tribal chief took on the beast, the lumberjack beast, Brock Lesnar. And of course, Roman retained. <laughs> the lumberjack. I made a comment when we were recording or in between recordings when Brock Lesnar came out. At first, I wasn't behind ponytail, beard, Brock Lesnar. I didn't like the ponytail. It just kind of seemed off. But when he came out and like, I'm normally sour on Brock Lesnar. I'm normally like, man, I've seen enough of him. I, I respect the legend that is Brock Lesnar we can afford a year of not having him. We did, but you, you know what I mean? I was like, dude, he's cool. Like, I understand why I like him, but he's just cool. He's a spectacle. I get the hype. Yeah. Boom box. Yeah, the added thing with Paul Heyman was beautiful in this. Whose idea it was to. Well, if I remember correctly, Lesnar got the championship and was like prime, but then Usos came in, super kick, blah, blah, blah. But again, I don't know. Like th this is props to them for actually, like I said, at the top of the pod, making this story good. The constant like fear of will he, won't he with Paul Heyman and the idea of like him, you don't really know whose side he's on, but he's rolling with Roman. Everything with Brock has kind of been behind closed doors. I feel like that'll come to fruition if they're doing Survivor Series. It'll come there where we finally know like, hey, Paul Heyman's with him or Paul Heyman's with Brock, you know, but like what you said with Roman Reigns potentially losing this championship, I thought if any moment we were going to get that, it would be here. It would be to Brock because Brock is Brock. And I don't see on the active roster, which makes me so infuriated that I don't see anybody of value who can dethrone it besides like Randy Orton. Taken away from Roman. But he, 
I don't see it being that significant with Drew. If you're going to take, if somebody's going to topple. Who? Really? You think Shinsuke? See, like, no, I, and it's not that I don't think he's a big enough star. He's a big star, but I just think Roman Reigns, the way he's been presented, the way he's been built up, he's far too big for anyone right now to do something like that. And again, like I said, the only person that can do it is like Randy Orton, John Cena, or The Rock. And I said at the top, I was like, he's holding it until Hollywood WrestleMania. Rock potentially beating him, even if, like, the story will be booked, like, at a rest. Let's say he loses the title at WrestleMania to whoever. You book it where, much like you did with Cena all the way back then, he, he still, like, is putting up a temper tantrum about, like, losing the championship. He's spearing the the ref and like, let's say Vince comes out or triple H blah, blah, blah. Roman's wrecking house. All of a sudden, if you smell what the rock is cooking hits and then the true, arguably the true tribal chief of that tribe, the rock comes out. Yeah. Rikishi, the rock comes down. Uso's back off. Cause they're like, Hey, like homie, he's got you beat here. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting how they book that. Or even if they explore this route, but I don't see anyone beating Reigns for a very long time. I'm about to say, isn't it Sami Zayn? Uh, so what you're saying is Apollo is going to beat <laughs> the Battle of the Tribes. I don't know. I would actually like to explore this more with Roman Reigns and like the legend that is him right now and who could potentially beat him. There's going to be one, 100%, especially the day he loses. I don't know. Like if they built Keith Lee the right way when he debuted and like if they had the moment at Survivor Series, I would have been like, yo, Keith Lee, give me that all day. Bearcat Lee. God, I'm so frustrated. But like, I don't know. We'll explore more about Roman Reigns, but that has been WWE Crown Jewel right here in a nutshell on the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you guys enjoyed this show goes live every Wednesday morning. We got the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday morning. And, of course, the Get Comfy Podcast every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only. And we will see you guys next time.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.